Hey, everybody. Welcome to a Community of Principles podcast, a conversation to support leaders. I'm your host, Ben Gilpin. Now, let's get this started. We are back. Hey, everybody. This is your host, Ben Gilpin, and this is the Community of Principles podcast. I'm excited. I'm going to bring up our guest here in just a minute. But um, I guess you can probably mark those calendars. Today is the beginning of February, and this will probably release pretty soon. But um, we have Snowmageddon coming into the uh, to the lower Michigan area. And I'm just going to tell everybody, I am one of those people. Yep, I am that guy. I always plan on school. And so with that being said, Snowmageddon's coming in, but I'm planning on being here tomorrow. We'll see. We will see what will happen. And without any further ado, our guest today on the Community Principles Podcast is the one and only Matt Damaris. And here's the really cool thing. Matt is in studio with me right now. Most of the time, we are recording online. But today, I have the pleasure of sitting right next to my good friend, Matt Damaris. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me, Mr. Gilpin. It's great to be in this wonderful studio. <laughs> That's right, in my office. Okay, Matt, so let's just start it off. So um, tell us, where are you currently and how did you get there? All right, so Matt Damaris here, proud principal of Arnold Elementary in the Michigan Center School District, small district on the east side of Jackson in lower Michigan here. Excited to be here and work with Mr. Gilpin and all the phenomenal educators we have here in Jackson County. Region 3. That's right, so... Got some great people and uh, glad to be here. So I actually, educational journey for me started very young. My dad, Denny Damaris, or Mr. D, uh, was an educator here in the area. He, he was a principal himself as well as superintendent, now retired, happily retired. But I would say my journey started as a little kid. I mean, where did you go on snow days? You went with dad to school. Where did you go in the summer? Who was your babysitter? It was the gym. Right. So I, I feel like I grew up in a school. It was, it was just natural. And brother and sister didn't get into education. But to me, it, it was natural. So I attended Ferris State University. Go Bulldogs, national champs. Right. And uh, you played football for them. I did play football. I was on the team. I played a little <laughs> bit. I was on the team. So had a great experience there and started my my teaching career at Michigan Center. So Michigan Center has been my only employer as far as my educational career goes. So I was able to teach at the high school for 12 years. Absolutely loved it. I was a high school English teacher. Uh, we started an awesome leadership program. I was a student council advisor and loved my time there. So, you know, I got to one of those points in my career where I was looking for a little change myself and an opportunity arose in district, finished my master's through Eastern Michigan in educational leadership and was lucky enough to be named principal of Arnold Elementary. So uh, I absolutely love it. I'm on year four and uh, going strong. And Matt is also, uh, he's jumped in with both feet. You're pretty involved, not only with Region 3, but you've also um, gotten more involved at the um, state level with MEMSPA as well. Yes, love MEMSPA, love, uh, uh, really gotten into that legislative side, been able to go to, to the Capitol and meet with some legislators and advocating for education and it's great. Love MEMSPA. Huge shout out, Mr. Liebenau and everybody. I, you can name everybody, but it is wonderful. Absolutely. Okay, so we hear about your journey, but wait a second. Let's go back. You mentioned your dad. Correct me if I'm wrong. He received accolades through MEMSPA at one point. Yes? No? Yeah, yeah. He was a 
Regional Three Principal of the Year. I don't remember the exact year. I want to say 1984, but when I was up at my first conference four years ago, I'm flipping through the program and looking at all the old past past award recipients, and there's my dad. I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. So he was great. If I could be half the principal he was, I think I would do pretty good. I mean, you've got it in your blood, clearly. Well, let's. so we're going to dive in. We've got some questions that we're going to tackle, and um, let's kind of see where you go with these. I'm curious because you and I have known each other for several years, and so question number one is, what are two things most people don't know about Matt Damaris? Man. There, let's see. There's a few things. I don't know. I, I want to talk about my family. I love my family. Uh, my wife, Allison, is a, is a teacher. She's a special ed teacher at Kiker Elementary. She's, she's been at a couple different schools, and, and she's a phenomenal educator herself. We have two kids, Brennan and Maddie. Brennan is eight. He's in third grade. Maddie is six in first grade. And one thing, Brennan is, uh, is a type 1 diabetic, so that is part of our lives. We are very involved with the JDRF, and he is our our hero. He is brave and courageous to deal with that illness, and uh, we're very involved with that. Uh, that is, and so you've just given us quite a bit. So we know number one, you come from a line of educators with your dad. Your wife is an educator. You share a little bit about your kids, and um, and especially your son. And then you also share in there that uh, you went to Ferris State and you were on the football team. I hear a ton of things about you. Is there anything else that um, that you'd like to drop on us as far as something that most people wouldn't know about Matt? I love to garden. My <laughs> there garden, you go. My garden is, is, is popping in the <laughs> springtime and in the summer. So that's one of my therapeutic things that we like to do. Uh, we've got a great greenhouse at my school, and then uh, we transition that to our garden at home and that's maybe something you don't know about me. I okay. do like to uh, grow our vegetables. I've got to know then, what is the <laughs> vegetable of choice? Well, tomatoes, of course. And there's a, <laughs> got a great story with uh, uh, my wife's grandpa brought over some tomato seeds from Poland. And they're a very interesting hybrid, different type of uh, <laughs> tomato. And we grow those every year in memory of him. And it's pretty cool. And I had no idea. I had no idea you were... <laughs> You were a green thumb, but uh, that's good for me to know. And they don't, they, they die sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Curious to see where you go with this because listening to several administrators around the state, there's a lot of similarities, but there are some things that um, have maybe been a little bit different. So, so Matt, what is a current issue that you're dealing with right now? I think the biggest thing that comes to mind that you know, if you want to call it an issue that you're dealing with is this has been a tough couple of years for everybody in education. And the one thing that I wish I could help more with is just the weight of the world that is on our teachers' shoulders right now. It's a tough job. And there is so many expectations, you know, being handed down and, and that come at teachers and, and they weigh that. They carry that weight that they have to fix and they have to make right every single thing. And that's a tall task right now. And, and you see it. Teaching's not easy right now. I don't think we're going to learn for 20 years the effects that school shutdowns had and, and, and the things that we were forced to do the past couple of years. And, but we're living it uh, every day, you know, whether it's behavior problems in the classroom, whether it's uh, students that may be academically a little bit behind right now. Teachers carry that weight and they want to, their teachers are fixers by nature. They're fixers and they want to help. And it's, it's tough. So I wish there was something that, 
you know, I could do to, to help more, you know, and we don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers. So do you, so at times, because this is something that I talk about with staff as well, is there times where you feel like, okay, you are doing everything for your kids. How are you? Right. Right. Because that's what I get sometimes where I can I listen to I listen to staff. I listen to teachers talk about everything that they're doing to support their kids. And then when I just ask the question, I just take a second and pause. How are you doing? That's oftentimes when you can just see it written all over them that it's stressful. It's stressful. It's and and let's be honest, other things happen. Right. People are dealing with home issues and and other illnesses and, and whatever it is, it's like just everything's amplified. So it's interesting. So I think teachers will appreciate that question of how are you, you know, showing that you mm-hmm. care and you're invested, but at the same time, might go another way and we might have to get the box of Kleenex out and have a good cry and, yep. and, and work through some things. And from a person that um, did a session on uh, vulnerability, mm-hmm. I'm all good with that. So yeah. that's right. Good session. Okay. How about question three? How about a victory that you've experienced in the last year or so? So I'm really proud of our district of prioritizing mental health and students. I was able to bring on a social worker this year, which we, we haven't had, but the school is able to prioritize that. And, you know, between all three of our buildings in our district, we have some new pieces in place to help support the whole child and mental health. And I couldn't be more happy with that. What a need right now. And uh, Courtney Clark, she's doing a phenomenal job. We just looked at her caseload the other day and, you know, she's servicing well over a hundred students a week right now. Uh, just that need the extra attention. We have the ability to run some small group interventions right now for behaviors and for reinforcement and everything. Uh, she's also being a bridge between community partners. And so I'm, I'm just really proud of the schools that have prioritized that mental health need coming out of this pandemic, hopefully coming out of this pandemic. Because it's a need. It's a need that's always been there, but man, has it been amplified these past two years. And I can, I completely agree with you. I know here at Warner, we've done mindfulness mm-hmm. and then um, we have our, we have a social worker as well, Jared Cole, that um, I know he has worked not only with, uh, with you, but I also know he's worked with, with her as well. So it's nice that we can, we can share resources and we can share support for one another. And I would completely agree with you. It's not going anywhere. This is, this is going to be something that stays with us for probably our entire career and beyond. Well, that brings us to our last question. And the focus with the Community of Principles podcast in season five has been hashtag you matter. And that goes back to what we talked about at the Summer Leadership Institute. And so, Matt, my question is, what is one thing that you do for you? Because as principals, I know how much we pour into our community to our kids and to our staff. What do you do for you? You know, that's a great question. You know, with with our shutdowns and reflecting over the past year and a half that what good things did we learn, let's say from a from a shutdown. And one thing that I just take with me is that time that we had with our family, though it wasn't always easy being quarantined or being shut down, I think there's a new appreciation for what's important in life. And for me, that that's family and I take that with me now. So if there's something that I do for myself is really prioritize family, trying to be a good husband, trying to be a good father, trying to be a good son, brother, uh, whatever it may be. So, you know, that's one, one of my positive takeaways from the pandemic that will stick with me of really being there for my family 
as best I can. And that's extremely well said. And, and you know, it goes back to, you mentioned your son and you mentioned being a hero. And I love that vulnerability piece, but I also love the fact that, um, you know, your character and integrity always come through with me. And I get to see it firsthand, especially in answer number four, your focus on family. So I I appreciate it. You You know, another thing I took up, I tried coaching basketball. (laughs) That hasn't gone very well. So I was the kid cut from the seventh grade team. So I thought that was for me, but that, that whistle might need to be hung up. I tell you, when they're young, it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's not easy. Well, basically, that's a wrap on on our episode. But um, before I let you go, I you know again, you're face to face. We get to do this because you're so close. We get to do this face to face, which is awesome. And um, I number one, I appreciate your friendship, but I also, most importantly, in our visits up to up to Memspa in our visits to treetops for some of the leadership retreat stuff. And even at the ISD level, I have always found that I can reach out and have candid, honest conversations with you. And what I would tell everybody out there is, you know, having someone that you can lean on professionally is critical. And when that becomes a personal friendship, that's when it's real gold. And for Matt, I appreciate you being here because I can call you a genuine and true friend. So thank you. I appreciate your friendship, your mentorship, and being there for principles. You know, being there for principles always. The podcast at Memspo, whatever it is, we got to stick together. We're in this together. Yep. Well, as you uh, listen to this episode, we hope that, um, number one, you'll uh, you'll reach out if you have any questions. If you can make some connections with Matt as well, maybe something resonated. He is an easy guy to get in touch with. And um, again, everybody, fingers crossed, we'll see you on that snow day. But most importantly, continue to strive to get to uh, just support others and to, to be the best we can. Thanks again for listening. Have a fantastic February. Well, thanks again to our guest. Let's continue to connect and reflect because that's what leaders do. Thank you to all of our listeners. Don't forget to check out hashtag MemspaChat Thursday nights. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can also find more leadership tools at memspa.org.